Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode 72 of the Boris Holes podcast, new and improved international edition. I'm your host, Stu, and joining me, as always, is Brett, live from the jungles of Northern Thailand. How are you, Brett? I'm good, man. They're hypnotizing us. They're coming. <laughs> Who's hypnotizing us? Everyone. Them? Everyone, them. <laughs> it's happening. Yeah. They're always <laughs> up to something, eh? <clears throat> Crafty. How you doing, man? Good they never They never sleep. Yeah, yeah, I'm all right. I'm. Uh, it's a bit later here than usual. I had I had my buddy over. We were watching the hockey game, and <clears throat> so I postponed for an hour. Yeah, yeah fair enough. Uh, Who was playing? The va- mighty Vancouver Canucks. The Vancouver Canucks, and who were they playing against? Yeah. The Washington Capitals. Oh, fuck them. No, they won. They oh, beat us. Even worse. Did you guys burn the town down? No. Not yet. <laughs> no, there was no Molotov cocktail guy coming out like last time. Not yet. Not yet. Okay. No, not that serious. We only do that once once every eight years or so. Is that with the Stanley Cup? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, I've, I've eaten a ridiculous amount of pizza. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What time? I, what I got New York Deli. I don't know. It's like various meats and cheeses. It's pretty tasty. Sounds good. It's one of my personal favorites. Right, but nothing. But I like, like broccoli. <laughs> no, nothing like that. No, just meats and cheeses. <clears throat> no, I finished work and got home, and <clears throat> I'd planned to eat leftover spaghetti, and I looked at looked at it in my fridge, and I was like, "Fuck this!" Ordered up the ordered up a large pizza all to myself, and just fucking sat there like a disgusting North American piece of shit just like shoving meat and cheese and bread into my face yeah there's no sanctions here to shovel it in <laughs> <laughs> that's right <laughs> to shovel it in it's so funny uh, eating leftover spaghetti is the single dad's meal of choice yeah well it's okay. like uh, I feel like every time I do that it's profit I'm profiting it's like, like a free meal yeah, the money I didn't spend on food was it's all profit. It's all it's all gravy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Solid. So good, <clears throat> good good hockey game. That's good. Yeah, nice nice uh, bit of a calmer week. The last few weeks have been really hectic, and then this week, uh, yeah, work was nice and slow. I got lots done. I ha- I like. You know what happened uh, on on Sunday? I went to see the new Batman movie, mm-hmm. and I went to a late show. And the fucking thing is three hours, right? Yeah. So is it, yeah, go on. This. No, I heard about this. Yep. I knew nothing about Batman, and then I saw this trailer. I was like, "Whoa!" Yeah. All right. And I don't care about superhero stuff at all. So you saw it? It was good. I saw it. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Like the first the first hour and a half is really good. Like I was like I love, I love a good Batman movie, um, and the first hour and a half I was like, this is gonna be fucking awesome. This movie is fucking great. I, this is gonna be awesome, and then uh, it just it went to shit. Nothing it goes nowhere. It goes on the, fucking on the nowhere. Matrix scale on the Matrix scale is it Matrix one two three four? 
<clears throat> two, I'm going to say. Okay. It's a Matrix tour. That's uh, it's not that refreshing. <laughs> so anyway, the point being, so I did that on Sunday night, right? Started at 9.30. I didn't get out of the movie till 12.30, which basically meant I went to bed at 1.30 and then woke up the next morning bright and early and had to go to work. And I never, I, I couldn't fucking recover. So I was like, the whole week was just completely exhausted. Um, and I couldn't, it took me until, basically until today to catch back up. Um, so last night I... I watched uh, the the Snyder cut of Justice League. You don't like superhero movies. I can't talk to you about this shit. Well, a little bit, but you tell me you're sick of Batman, <laughs> but then you just watch the Snyder cut of Batman of this old shitty Batman movie. I'm I'm deeply confused. <laughs> I'll watch any I'll watch any superhero movie. I'll watch them all. Okay. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, even yeah, the it, even the dumb ones. I'll still watch them. It appears so. Yeah. I got How about you? How was your week? Hey, go yeah, on. It's all right. It's all right. You're very echoey. Um, has something changed on your audio? Motherfucker. There we go. Oh. That's well, better, that's, isn't it? That is better. That's very loud. You're very close to the mic. All right. Is this is what loud? I. This is where it normally is. Wow, that's so loud. Have you got a volume <laughs> knob on your mic? How's that? That's, I don't know. Did you just trick me? Is that what you do to OJ? You just go, oh, I'll, just, I'll adjust this quickly. <laughs> uh, yeah, that sounds, I guess, a little bit better. Yeah, it was, uh, that was some old. I bet it's a lot better. No, it's going back oh, to it's on. It... No, it hasn't. Yes, it has. It, it just switched. No, man, it's it's on the fucking now proper mic good. now. No, now it sounds all right. <laughs> all right well we're leaving all that in. i don't do? give a Leave shit it in. It's yeah. Good. yeah um yeah man my week's been all right i guess um a little bit the same like i got to we had our big presentation to clients on tuesday morning so quite a big lead up to that and uh still worked during the rest of the week but didn't have to didn't have that pressure which was uh kind of nice and then um, I just I've just been trying to like turn off from as much of the outside world as possible because uh, life is crazy at the moment, as we all know. And I've just tried I just needed a little break from it slightly. Um, yeah, it, it didn't stop me from going down the rabbit hole uh, <laughs> a little bit, but uh, and it all started off like quite innocently. Um, I need a new TV. I don't really want to buy a new TV, but I do need a new TV. And it's the sale time, right? As they clear out the last year's model that was amazing three months ago. It's shit now, so it's half price. <laughs> Get out the door. <laughs> so I'm trying to find me the right television. And so I went down the rabbit hole of trying to look at different TV reviews. And I realized that the entire world's just fucking crazy. You can't even find consensus no. on whether a television is good or bad. It's all fake news. It's impossible. The, the the TV reviews are fake news. Dude, it's, it's, it is. It's crazy. There's one guy, you know, you watch the trailer for the TV and you go, okay, that's what the manufacturer wants me to believe. So then you go and read a review and you pick one or two, like, reasonably trustworthy looking reviews. Okay. 
good detail. But then at the end, they do that annoying YouTube shit where they go, so what do you think this is going to be? I'm like, motherfucker, I just listened to 12 minutes of this. You tell me, tell me. <laughs> so you go to the next video and then the next video is just somebody screaming that Samsung puts babies in ovens because their TV has <laughs> too much bloom in dark areas and they should all be burnt at the stake. What could, like there's no, I don't. The only, the only solution is just like, if there's a brand of TV that you bought before and you were happy with it, just buy the same brand, whatever their latest is just buy it. Yeah. Well, the last time I physically, I think I brought my <coughs> own television was maybe 2002. Like I haven't had to like actually go shopping for a TV for 20 years. Simpler times. Simpler times. Then. That was square. <laughs> you bought a cube the size of a small <laughs> station wagon and put it in your lounge room. Yeah. It was great. Um, and actually the last time I bought a television, I think one of the first movies I watched one was Crashing Tiger, Hidden Dragon. And then like that night, uh, the World Trade Center got crashed into. So every time I buy a new TV, a world shattering event happens. <laughs> I'm tempting fate. Well, world, yeah. world shattering events happen, happen to generally like lower the price of a new TV, right? Wow, it's a difficult. Or do one. they drive it up? That's the question, right? Like, so do you do you not buy the TV right now because you know that instability instability is coming and better to have a bit of money in the pocket. However, instability is coming, inflation is coming. My money is going to my going to decrease in purchasing power over the next few years anyway. We're at 15% inflation, if you believe shadow states, like the 1980 <laughs> version of calculating CPI. So that means next year I'll lose another 15% of purchasing power because even though we're in Thailand, the baht and the dollar are side by side. And yeah. what, is, it, is it better to put my money into some sort of item that I'm at least going to enjoy while I eat pot noodles in the dark? Yeah, you should be out buying one right now. That's that's exactly it's what your, I think. Might be the last the last TV you ever buy. That's exactly right. Yeah. yeah. I'll be watching <laughs> the war in 4K. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know what to do. I, I, I mean, I'm just doing the research at this stage. It's very tempting. Just buy a fucking TV. I never... Uh, I know it's a big decision, but just fucking pick one and buy it. They're all fine. But the difference They're all is, fine. do you want the Nano OLED or Nano QLED, or do you want the OLED? They're competing. Whatever the it is one? right now, it's not going to matter for two years. Like whatever the newest thing is, there will come a day when it'll be like, oh, I wish I had that thing. But that's two years from now. Like I wish I had eyeballs still because I, <laughs> I stand I wish flash. my eyeballs had melted. Melted yeah. out in the, in the flash. <laughs> It looks like you're drinking a massive monster energy drink. What do you got there? It's just a, a oh. coffee mug that I poured water into. I'm really uh, thirsty because I ate all that pizza. I know this is just this is riveting, riveting radio <laughs> right now. Don't you worry. That's marked. No one will ever know that happened. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude. So I started getting like down the YouTube rabbit hole and then I started thinking, oh, man, our minds are all so fractured. And then I, I was thinking like... What are Bill Cosby, Caesar's Palace, Facebook, and the CIA all have in common? 
What? They all they all drug people to get them to do things that they don't want to do. <laughs> and they all seem to have worked out a pretty good system. Because everyone seems to be really down. Not, 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 not in the Cosby sense, but I mean like just in the sense that they're manipulating people into thoughts and actions or people just appear hypnotized. They appear completely drugged and hypnotized. And I don't know whether it's because they're ready to go into the Cosby room or they're ready to go to war or they're ready to go shopping. I don't know which one it is. I can't work it out. These guys have certainly perfected like putting people in some sort of trance. Yeah. I Like I don't even know... I have serious doubts about how my brain is functioning at the moment. Like, I don't feel like I'm processing anything that's going on at the level that I normally would. Like, I, I, bleh, I don't even know. So you're not reading at a fifth grade level at the moment. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, it's... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh... Did you, uh, did you see... Uh, Juicy Smollett, no, getting uh, getting sentenced. Hang, I, I you know who he is, right? I do, I do. I auto completed that sentence to getting hanged. Uh, so, no, no. so he got he no, got no, sentenced. no. But that that's actually that ties in. So they sentenced him. They're like basically like they're gonna send him to jail for a while. And uh, as they're sentencing him, he, like you get to make a little speech, and his little speech, he's going. I am not suicidal. I am not suicidal. I am not suicidal. If anything happens to me while in while I'm in jail, it is not suicide. It's like, holy fuck. Whoa. I laugh, but I have been saying that permanently about my time in Thailand. If I fall off a balcony, it was a crime. Investigate. Like I am I am not suicidal. Dude, that guy's got a few screws loose, hey? I mean, he's going. I, I don't know. Does he, or is he just a? Is he just a victim of the times that he's living in? No, no. He's going for a hate crime to jail for orchestrating his own hate crime. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, he's only going not to generally jail. a sign of good mental health. Yeah, yeah. He's only going to jail or being sentenced for his own actions. It wasn't like he was. <laughs> he was a fucking. He was a TV star. He was like a wealthy, famous TV star, and he's. He did this because he wasn't. He wanted more. It's fucking bonkers, dude. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <clears throat> you can you can memorize all those lines. You can pretend to be someone. You can carry character. You obviously got like a reasonable range of thought and <laughs> mental faculty. And then just somewhere along the line, skip a gear and uh, start screaming, "I'm not suicidal." I would think that he probably is bipolar. It's a bit like Kanye. Yeah. There's a bit yeah. of Kanye in that. Well, that's uh, that's what Chappelle used to say, right? That like this is what this is what fame and Hollywood do to to black celebrities, right? That none of them seem to. Well, not maybe maybe not none of them seem to come out of it unscathed, but like a disproportionate number of black famous people seem to end up uh, not doing well at the end of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Michael Jackson, Danny Glover. Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby. What's wrong uh, with Danny Glover? I don't know. Just 
<laughs> I think he's fine. I think Danny Glover did it. I, Samuel L. Jackson, I'm pretty sure, is uh, doing just fine. Snoop Dogg seems to be coping well. Fine. Snoop Dogg's doing fine. Dr. Dre's doing fine. Well, Dr. Dre, it, Dr. Dre had a high-speed drunk car chase with the with the police, and really? I, I think he also beat up uh, beat up his girlfriend or something. I believe some kind of domestic violence thing. OJ didn't go well. Morgan so, Freeman married his own granddaughter. What? <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> so what? <laughs> I mean, oh, I know that wait, Lawrence wait. Fishburne, let me let me go, let me make sure I got my facts you have right to look here. Why you look at that? I know that Lawrence Fishburne, uh, his daughter does hardcore porn, and she didn't even change her name. She didn't have a porn star name. She just called herself Morpheus. Uh, sorry, uh, like fish, like Natalie Fishburne or whatever her name is. Okay, no, no, no here it is. Freeman Morgan Freeman is seventy four, and his new wife is thirty seven, and she's the granddaughter of his first wife. Isn't that incest? <laughs> well, I don't think she's his granddaughter. Yeah, but it's... Uh, it's she's it's his step granddaughter. the granddaughter of his first wife. Yeah. So his <laughs> wife had a daughter, and then she had a daughter. But isn't that his daughter? Like, isn't that great-grandpa? No. No. I'm assuming his wife already had the daughter... When they when she married Morgan Freeman, wow. so it'd be like if How you married if you married Freshy right now and Freshy had a kid, mm. and then Freshy's and then Freshy's kid had a kid, and then you and Freshy split up, and then you and then you married Freshy's daughter's daughter. You think Morgan Freeman could swim <laughs> in a deep pool? Like you think he could have pussy thrown at him? Right, he's got that. It's the voice of God. Yeah. Uh, he's not dating outside the family tree. Uh, what's going on? <laughs> what's going on? What's going on, dude? Like I said, these these are all vi- victims of the times we're living in, right? Victims of the times we're living in. I don't know. Morgan Freeman seems to be, he lived through the fucking roaring 20s. I don't know what's going on there. He's <laughs> fucking 900 years old. What did you say? He's 97? 74. Oh, he's so- According, I mean, that was that's what it said on that article that I just read. I don't know how old that article was. Wow, staggering. Yeah, I mean, what's it is staggering. I've never, I've never. That's I've heard of a milf. I've heard of a gilf. <laughs> what's a great granddad I'd like to fuck? Is there a name for that? A gigadilf. A gigadilf. What do you have? A good, great good granddad deal. body? A dad bod? A great granddad bod? <laughs> <laughs> Dear me. Dude, I wish I was having well, a pizza. I wish I was having a pizza right now. I've got to tell you that. No, you don't. You don't. I regret it. I regret my decision. Is that, is that the Doesn't food of choice good. that you'd have squeezed into the pod? Uh, Let's puree up the uh It's the up there. I feel like it has... Uh, it's a relatively balanced thing to eat. It's got dairy and meat and bread and veggies, right? There's veggies on the meat lovers? Not on the one I ate, but some of them have veggies. <laughs> no, There's the potential. There's the potential for veggies. You're like, it's a balanced it's diet. Veg- it's got cheese. Veggie and meat adjacent. 
Yeah, it's only the top of the pyramid. That's uh, solid gold. Yeah. You know I mean? I've been planting my fish tank this week. Painting your fish tank? Planting. I planted it and I... Uh, what? You I got mean, a fish tank, eh? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's the fourth incarnation of my aquascaping. So in a week or two, I'll How show How many you. gallons? Uh, I don't know what a gallon is. It's 60 liters. What's that? That's like, like 24, 24 gallons. 15 stone or something. However you measure. <laughs> That's 12 horses' heads. Yeah, exactly. What the fuck is that? Yeah, so I've, I've been aquascaping that. And uh, apart from that, uh, that's all I've been staying inside. And I don't know, you're about to say something about the state of the world. No. That uh, Biden has an, ha, has an executive order about investigating crypto now. Oh, Looking into saying? crypto, I've heard that this is happening, uh, but what's he, I don't know what he said. He's essentially he's acknowledging that it's an important technology, and that innovation in that realm should be encouraged. Um, and there's also dangers and risks associated with it, and that they're going to like basically put it to committee. They're going to review the whole thing and take a look at it, or do like a risk assessment. And come up with some kind of a framework for um, managing it. Thanks, Greg. Which, Dad. depending, <laughs> do you remember when that? Uh, I can't remember what American politician it was. So they asked him what the internet was, and he said it was a, a series of tubes <laughs> sending information into a series of tubes. <laughs> Could you imagine, like, you know, you have a. You, you know, you put things in the in the vacuum chamber and it goes off. Imagine if that's how you got your porn. Like you just t- typed into a keypad what you wanted and then through the tube and land your little canister. You'd open it up and there would just be a picture of the type of porn you keyed in. That's it. And all the porn was delivered by vacuum tube. Actually, people would just start fucking those tubes. <laughs> that's my first thought as well. How how so big you mean are this these thing tubes? Sucks? <laughs> what kind of suction is it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, Joe Biden saying, "Oh, those things." It's just like, yeah, no shit. It's got risks and rewards, and we're going to have a look at. It. Okay, great, thanks, buddy. No worries at all. Well, I mean, it's either it's, it's, it's a thing. signal, either it's a signal that uh, crypto is going to be sort of become embedded in whatever the fuck is going on, or it's a signal that they're going to say. Uh, these things aren't regulated enough. We need to take control of it, and we're going to run it from here on out. We're going to hand it over to uh, the uh, U.S. Central Bank and let them make make the rules for this kind of thing. Well, it'll be interesting. One of those two things it'll is going to happen. To see what they say, because obviously, as they do their research, they'll find out that not all crypto is the same, and it'll be there's going to be a lot of shit coins on the chopping block for sure that just can't legally operate. It'll be. It could be a bloodbath in rocket. some of those areas. Yeah, I'm sure. Come rockets. Probably. Diarrhea coin. This is a diarrhea coin. Yeah. Well, that's just there is of, now. It's I, like the, I have uh, a friend. I have a friend who owns a bunch of diarrhea coin. You you do. You say you have a friend, <laughs> but you do. <laughs> I don't. I don't have any diarrhea coin. I have a friend that has coins that became de- like delisted. You know, like sometimes you look at a dead coin and it's still, the graph is just flat, but there's 
there's no one taking their money out. There's no volume to take money out, but there's still graph. Is still well, it there. still exists. Yeah, it still yeah. exists. Yeah, I have a I have a friend that has some coins that uh, they don't even exist anymore. I'm like, damn, that is a <laughs> that is rare, even in the crypto world. <laughs> yeah, that must that must have been a really shitty coin. Uh, yeah, sounded good. Like like half of them. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's um, they they're, they're stuck in a real in a real problem. If they say it's evil terrorist money, then they also they have a trouble because like fifty million dollars got donated to the Ukrainians. So they're like, oh, it's both terrorists and freedom fighters money. This is a very very fine line to walk. Yeah, well, this is this is my thing with it. I find the timing very odd. Yeah, like right now, it's like, oh, by the way, we're gonna be looking into this whole crypto thing because I want to make sure that. Russians aren't using it to shelter their oligarch wealth. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like the truckers. perfect. It's the yeah, the those those evil truckers and those evil oligarchs, and we have to stop them. So, yeah, yeah. Imagine presenting you, U.S. dollar coin. Right. Yeah. Here's your Fed coin, dude. It's yeah. uh, imagine if um the the right to censorship free money was part of the constitution. So, like, the right to bear arms. So the government can't just, you know, take what they want when they want. Ultimately, you have an armed population of some sort. And maybe you have some sort of ability to resist the government. Well, money should be considered the same thing, right? You should you should have the right to bear permission. I would rather, rather they're allowed to take people's guns than take their money, personally. Sure, but like if you if you think about like the the need to have guns is to prevent government tyranny, the need yeah. to have money that the government can't censor and take away prevents government tyranny as well. It seems yeah. like there should be a, an amendment to the constitution, and it should be thou shall hold no shit coins, only Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> they seem to have well, there- been doing some pretty impressive fucking economic hits on <coughs> Russia. I mean, I'm not for it, but it's impressive. Holy They're shit. grinding, grinding the Russian economy into... Your mic cut out. Grinding the Russian economy into what? Into fucking dust. Yeah, totally. I mean, it, it's it's a coordinated effort that is quite shocking to watch. I didn't think they would be able to coordinate this quickly and viciously it's it's impressive it's not good it's impressive um yeah i mean fucking mcdonald's is closing <laughs> you know people are stockpiling big macs in their freezer i'm like you don't have to freeze them <laughs> you know they last on the shelf that, that big mac is going to be good forever my friend yeah it's like it's like the mres like you dig them up in wartime and you can eat them any stage yeah this one's only slightly green from radiation yeah I watched this show. It's called uh, How To. Yeah. It's like just some some random dude in New York that like walks around with the camera and films shit. And he like, he talks to this guy who collects MREs uh-huh. and he buys them from like army surplus stores and stuff and he fucking eats them. So he like films this guy. He takes out a 60 year old MRE that he's got on a shelf and he fucking goes and he pours some water in it and he stirs it up and he he sits there and like eats it's like a beef and rice mre from 60 years ago and he fucking eats the whole thing and this is like his hobby 
is like buying old MREs and eating them. That's his hobby. <laughs> yeah. Eating MREs from the Vietnam War. <laughs> what do you, some people reenact the battle, you know, the, the, was it those, those war, independence war reenactors? This guy. Re- recreationists. He's like the naked chef, but a recreationist, that's it. But he's like the naked chef, but just for MREs. <laughs> so this is a vintage. He gets it out of the bottom of his like uh, cellar, like a wine. Blows the dust off. Checks the rubs. Over the Ooh, that's a nineteen sixty four. That's a very good year. Yeah, this was founded on the good. That's a good vintage. That's a good vintage. Yeah, it's <laughs> aged in the jungles of Vietnam, just right. Um, yeah, it's, it's something not right about that food. Actually, I was asking Ryan about that the other day. I said, "Do you ever like running through the mountains?" trying to shoot people and you think oh man I've got to take a shit I shouldn't have eaten that I should have cooked that MRE longer like I've got the shits like is that a problem <laughs> when you're out in battle and he's like he looked at me and he was like no was yeah like, your body doesn't work that way I, he's, apparently that no. stuff's meant to like glue you together as well yeah and I think when you're once your sort of survival system kicks in like you don't think about that shit at all don't? like you're you don't have to pee. You don't have to shit. Like everything <laughs> closes right up. up. <laughs> <laughs> but hang on, isn't that part of the self-defense mechanism? Like shitting yourself in fear. I believe that is something that can happen as well. So yeah. it goes. It either goes. There's <laughs> nothing coming out tight as a drum, or everything is coming out right now. There's no middle ground. Well, I think it's like the transition. If you go from like. <laughs> You're 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 going over the top over the, in the trenches. Your asshole is clenched up really tight. You're feeling brave and adventurous, and then when you come over the top and there's a German there's a German gun pointing right at your forehead, then your body has a reaction. Your asshole unpuck. All your bravery disappears. Your asshole unpuckers, and Kaboom. out it all comes. Yeah. So I think. It- <laughs> Is it, is it like so the adrenaline and the fear gives you that? Is it like good heroin? Like if you shoot good heroin, you immediately throw up. So if you get that good wartime adrenaline hit, you go from, yeah, to poop instantly. And that's how you know you're in it. Uh, I, well, no, actually, I think the poop... <laughs> I think the pooping happens when, like, it goes from... Uh, when the situation turns bad and you're overcome by extreme terror... That's when you poop. Very few people do it in extreme happiness. <laughs> Speaking that? of which. Sorry. You're blowing out your birthday candles. Go. Get me off this. Speaking of which, uh, they've list- lifted the mask mandates here. Oh, really? Yesterday. Yeah, yeah. The- last night at midnight, they removed the mask mandate. <clears throat> so today was the first day in two years that you've been able to go into, I think there was like a brief period in the middle where they did it for a little while and then brought it back. Um, But today was the first day of, of you don't have to mask in indoor public places. And, uh, and there's a backlash. All of these people are, they don't want to give up their masks. What? Why? They don't want to. They're like, it's too soon. You're not following the science. It's fucking like, honestly. So what, what's happening now is you've, you've got all these people who were like, 
these rules don't make sense. I don't like them. Fuck this. Lift the mandates. Nah, 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 nah. Right? And all these other people that were going, you're fucking idiots. Listen to what these people are saying. They're the experts. You're, you're a donkey for not listening to the experts. Now, the experts are saying, okay, we don't need to do this anymore. And those people are going, well, the And then the people who hated all the rules are going, you should follow the rules. Dude, people's minds are shattered. Your voice cut out then for a bit. All right. Well, I'm sure you got the gist of what I was saying. It's, 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 um, that's why I say people are hypnotized, right? Like if you just point out the, the basic things, that's a, that's a crazy story, right? I mean, if you don't want to give up your mask and you want to keep wearing your mask, just go for it. But it shouldn't be a conversation. It should just be like, well, you like wearing a mask. You might like wearing wearing jeans or shorts. But Brett, 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 this is most people are still doing it. Like we don't have to do it anymore. And most people are still doing it. Like you go, you go into a shop. There's no mandate anymore. They've said we don't need to do this. And almost everybody all day today Everywhere I went, they were almost all wearing masks. I still felt like a weirdo not having a mask on. Really? It's it's a mind fuck, dude. I'm telling you. Dude, it's an weird. absolute mind fuck. It's bizarre. This is what it's people are like got them the hypnotization, right? It's like complete. It's Well, it's it's partially under, that, but it's also like how do you it, how do you justify it, that? It's become it's become a thing where it's like it's a virtual signaling device. Like I'm a mask wearer. They've been, people have been clinging onto this thing. Like I'm a, I'm a mask wearer. I'm a like participant who's following the rules and therefore I'm a good person. And that's been like a part of their identity for two years. Right. Mm. Um, and now that they don't have to, it's become a virtue signaling thing to say, well, I'm going to keep doing it anyway. And these are the reasons why I'm going to keep doing it. And, still and if you, if you aren't if doing you it, yes, if you aren't doing it, then you're still a jerk, even though it's fucking it's mind boggling, man. It's absolutely, it's, it's, yeah. that's all I can just sort of describe it as. It's mass formation. Like everyone's minds have been shattered. People have been left with this just free floating anxiety, like we talk about, that needs to be directed somewhere. And for a long time, people have been able to play the, I'm, the righteous card. Even though you can, you're pointing out the example now where mouse mandates have been listed in the past, you, you know, um, we, like for example, we I've been saying that the the COVID deaths are a lot of them are it's kind of bullshit the way they've been counting a lot of it, right? You yeah, know, you sent if, me a thing about about how they're counting them in Thailand today. Yeah, so like if you're really old, like or if you've got like Colin Powell, you've got blood cancer. And you fucking die. In, they're gonna call, they call it COVID. It's like, yeah, come on, man. Like you're already over the average age of death. Like why? And I've been arguing that the, the numbers that are being reported are like kind of skewed by a matter of policy rather than a matter of like actual hundred percent actual Yeah. And my friends have been pissed off with hearing me that about that in the pub for so long. Now the Thai <laughs> government comes out and officially says that thirty percent of the Thai people that were counted as COVID deaths and no longer counted as COVID deaths because they had some sort of terminal underlying condition. Well, yeah. maybe it's their age, maybe it's some sort of like 
you know, cancer, pre-existing condition, whatever, just a vulnerable person. But they're no longer counted as COVID deaths. However, if I bring that up now in the pub, I guarantee you people will be angry with me. And it's like, guys, uh, it's not even an opinion. It's like they officially said this, and now they're officially yeah. saying this. And when I point yeah. that out to you, I'm like the the conspiracy theorist. <laughs> it's just, <clears throat> the fuck do you do? And they love it too. Like they fucking love it. They're like, oh yeah, keep me hypnotized. Keep me wearing my mask. Keep me in fear. Keep turning up the day, the count numbers each day and make me worried. And people seem to be really fucking loving it. And they, they you're right. They don't like the, the change in their identity. Well, it, it's like the, the thing is like, I think it was smart for people to wear masks. Like there was this disease we didn't understand and it was spreading rapidly and there were deaths, a significant number of deaths. Sure. One way, any way you count it, there was a significant number of deaths. And like, you know, I believe a hundred percent that if it's two people interacting who are both wearing masks, the chances of transmission are substantially lower. So I think it, it was a very sensible thing to do. Right. And I've done it. <clears throat> But to get to this stage where, you know, people, people that are getting COVID at this, like, it's not a big deal anymore. It just isn't for the vast majority of people. My um, friends in Sydney just went, had it and they said it sucked. Like it was, it it was sucks. shit, but it wasn't You're like, sick. Nobody, being sick sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, re like really, really horrible, but an exhausting and it came on in weird ways and lots of stuff. Um, and like, I, we both said, like, it, yeah, it's, it's not, no one's saying it's a, a happy day, but do you stop the whole world for it? No, I don't know. I, I understand, like, well, wearing we a did, mask. We did, we did stop the world. We did. Yeah, like, no, that's for two happened. years. That's what I mean, for two yeah. years. Like. We stopped the world. We did all this shit. And now we're sort of like, there's a light at the end of the tunnel, and it all some of this shit back. And people are, like you said, they're, they're so. I don't, I don't even know if hypnotizes in their bones. It's so like become so everyone's been fighting about this so passionately for so long. And it was this like polarizing issue. And you're either on this side or this side. And like for two years, that's been like the most important thing about you. Are you pro-vax and pro-mask or are you anti-mask and anti-vax? Mm, right? that's... And, and that's like the flag that people have been flying. And now it's like, the flag doesn't really exist at this point. It didn't really exist. This stuff is the, the beginning. I'm not saying COVID didn't exist. I just mean like while the idea of wearing a mask or not wearing a mask gets politicized, people just forget that like there's places that never had mask mandates and their overall infection and death rates are not statistically out of shape with anywhere that had severe mask mandates. So yeah, the, uh, staying inside wasn't a thing either. It turned out that was worse. Yeah, they said, you know, yeah. <laughs> got to go inside. Don't, don't go to the beach. No one got sick at the beach. Everyone got sick inside. Like, you know, it's, it's, I think it's, it is a hypnotic trick because, well, a hypnotist can't like force you to do anything against your will. But it seems to be that like there's been like lots of slow generational manipulation, like very subtle manipulation of like people's thought and reasoning processes. Uh, and, and, into like building these tracks of subconscious obedience or disobedience into some degree. And yeah. 
they manipulate both sides. Like you either you're either the obedient mask wearing side, and then you're channeled into this sort of line yeah. of behavior in groupthink, or you're an anti-mask, and then you're channeled into a very specific pattern of behavior there as well. But they're both manipulated to the same side, to the same to yeah. the same ends uh, ultimately. And then you realize as soon as war breaks out. Fuck you, Scooby-Doo. Like, all the masks come off and these guys are all the same warmonger motherfuckers that we've always, you know... We, we thought we were voting sometimes for a choice between the more warry one or the less warry one. And it turns out that's bullshit too. Like... Yeah. Yeah. I saw, I saw a, good, uh, a good tweet the other day that was... Uh, the, war, the war in Ukraine has... Uh, or Putin nominated for Nobel Peace Prize for ending COVID. <laughs> and then there was that other one I that other one that I sent you that's <laughs> Ukraine invasion is causing myocarditis. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Did you see that North Korea launched another new missile? You know, I did I did watch that video you sent me. Yeah. And the the uh, I was so distracted by the fact that this this guy exists, the tiger. Oh, I didn't watch the video. I just read the transcripts. Yeah. So this this guy, the tiger, he's like he's an Aussie. He wears like a Hawaiian shirt and reports. It's called Asian News. So he like reports on all, all the news stories from Asia Asia on his YouTube channel, right? And he's like, he's doing the intro. And he's like, he's like, just this like 50, 60 year old Aussie guy. And he's like, right, right now I'm in uh, Pattaya on assignment. Um, <laughs> coming, coming, I'm reporting from Pattaya on assignment. No stories about Pattaya, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what the assignment is, but okay, you're just in Pattaya. Reporting about something in North Korea. Anyway, the dude is the dude is fucking bizarre. I love it. It's somehow more yeah, credible than the reporter standing on top of the hotel with a <laughs> with a bomb helmet on beside the buffet. It's <laughs> on a Simon and Patio is that's some balls actually to to really just be like, you know what I'm doing. Oh yeah. So yeah, um, North but Korea I guess launched a new missile. And do so not got to be some forgotten. new brand of missiles. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I know no more information than uh, that. Is that? I got me to thinking. Like, is that the end game for Rush the Russian population to become like sanctioned? Because they because they said, oh, we're going to increase sanctions on North Korea because they've launched this missile. And I was like, how do you increase more sanctions on them? Like, how do you? <laughs> what know. else are you going to do? So, and then I got to thinking, like, okay, well, what's the end game for sanctions on Russia? Are they going to sanction Russia into oblivion? Like, is that uh, is Russia the next North Korea? As far you as know, like the depth of sanctions, I don't mean as far as the actions of the government, but like, do they? Well, no, how, but how I mean, long do you, will this cutoff happen? Do you reckon? Do you sort of do you sort of shoehorn them into being that? Right. If you fully cut them off from everything. If you remove them from the world economy, if you remove all Western businesses from operating there, if you kick all their athletes out of all the fucking sports, 
if you refuse to let them travel anywhere, if you devalue their currency, is there any choice other than to just like shut your borders and stop just like do your own thing? Yeah, I don't. It's it's a it's an interesting one. <coughs> uh, they immediately say that like China's gonna China's played a masterful move here. Like on the in the game of you know Thrones, China's played a masterful move. So like twenty in two thousand and two, China introduced the uh, Union Pay system, which was like the Chinese version of Swift. And yeah. it's so funny in the news reports now they're saying. Russia is going to be using a Chinese-made payment system to circumvent sanctions as if they've just done this. This has been around for 20 years and all my bank cards while I've been living in Asia have had Union Pay in them. Like, yeah, it, It's not a new thing. It's just that people in the West don't understand that there's alternatives to these things and they're yeah. normal and legitimate work every day. But now that Russia's very much bound to Union Pay and the Chinese system, I mean, they're kind of like... Russia is now kind of you know they're always communist brothers in arms but russia was the big brother now it's switched now i think russia's the power bottom well well china's China's their lifeline they're sugar daddy china's the sugar (laughs) daddy definitely they're gonna have to be yeah they're gonna have to be so you deepen ties with Russia. So effectively then Russia and China, I mean, they already operate in lockstep, but now they operate to China's drum. They, 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 they march to China's drum, even w- without question. So now you have China spanning effectively from the Pacific to Europe. Does China have oil? Uh, yeah, they've got some oil. Sinopec is, a, I think, their national oil Okay. Uh, like gas and oil company. Because um, I mean, Russia has a lot. Yeah. And if if China is the only one that will do business with them, that's, that's a bit of a coup, right? Well, there's a billion and a half people that'll buy off them. But then it's not a free market, is it? Like, are they going to buy that no. at a special discount? Like the Chinese like a bargain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it's 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 a pretty it's a pretty masterful masterful move there. I'm, I'm not saying it's a a good thing for the Russian people, but it's a pretty masterful move. Like I, I'm just, I'm amazed that the, the way that people in the same way that people don't want to give up their mask mandates, they don't want to also give up like, sorry, let me rephrase that. The people don't want to give up their identities associated with being a good person and wearing a mask. And the other people are bad people. They don't want to, yeah. they don't want to change that. And they, a lot of people don't seem to want to give up the idea that we're good and we're on the right side. And so, yeah. you know, they'll, 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 like the legacy MIDI, for example, right? It's like rolling out the same phrases that we've had against Russia. It's the same, the same lines that they were saying for the other wars that we've had. He's a madman. He's going to kill his own people. He's, um, oh, and then of course, like, you know, we have rising oil prices because of Saddam Hussein. Uh, we have, you know, we have Gaddafi's a man. We're going to kill him. Or Biden comes out and says, "Inflation and oil prices are up. It's Putin's fault." It's like, wait yep. a minute, you you're now using the identity and the cover that we are the good and righteous people of the world to just forget the fact that the reason why your economy shit is because you printed twenty trillion dollars. Yeah. It's easier to sell people these simple ideas. These simple ideas. If you're good because you wear a mask, you're bad if you yeah. don't. 
You're good if yeah. you support the Ukraine. You're bad if you don't automatically toe the line that the Russians are mental. Yeah. I don't know. It's. I, yeah. I was talking to my I was talking to my friend earlier, and he was saying he he'd like stumbled onto a video of on Reddit of like, um, some Ukrainians am, ambushing a like a Russian convoy, mm-hmm. and like launch, shooting a rocket launcher at a tank and like blowing the top off the tank, and that all of these people on Reddit were going, like, yeah, fucking right on, like give it to those fucking Russians and. But that it's like, do you know who's inside that tank? That's like, those are like 20-year-old Russian kids. Yeah. Probably from like poor families, like farming families in Russia who like joined the army, got marched into fucking Ukraine, didn't have any say in the matter, and now they're dead. Like, not not that the guy in the Ukraine that's shooting that rocket launcher, not because he totally is. There's enemy tanks in his fucking country. Of course, they're going to shoot at them. But it's like to sort of enjoying watching. It's just fucking weird, you know. Yeah. If you can, then... if you get other other people like that, it's like it becomes so easy to not give a fuck what happens to them, you know. Yeah. Well, it's strange because, you you know, you have on one hand the American rah-rah support the troops, the troops can do no wrong, rah-rah support the troops. And then yeah. it's like, it, it, was easier to ha- it was easier to have those ideas when the troops were fighting, who were they fighting? Like goat farmers, just brown people in the mountains. But now they're fighting like people that look like other soldiers and the logic yeah. doesn't seem to apply in the other direction now. And it seems to be weird. Like if you had Russians going, I support the troops then people will be like, oh, well, if you support the troops, then you support Putin. It's like, wait yeah. for, for, for yeah. fucking 15, 20 years, we had the, I don't support the war, I don't support the George Bush, but I support the troops. So you now yeah. you can have, they don't, the same separation is not made for Russian troops. Right? It, yeah. It, it doesn't, nothing lines up. Yeah. Nothing lines up. Well, this is, I mean, this, it's, it's definitely, it's a thing where there's there's no real like nobody's consistent on anything no at all anymore and it's like uh there's there's zero self-awareness of that zero. it's just like i'm going uh today i'm going to take like even, like with the mass thing that i was just talking about right if you've been yelling for 2 years that we should listen to the experts and then the day that the experts say something that you don't like, you don't want to listen to them anymore. It's fucking weird. Yeah. It's and if you've been if you've been cheering on the US troops and saying you don't support the war, but it's okay to support the troops because there are boys and we gotta, you know, and then now that you're not gonna apply that logic to in any other direction. One side of a war, one side of a war that has nothing to do with your country. Yeah. Because you you've you've decided that this is the right side and that's the wrong side. And yeah. If you can just flip-flop like that, like what the fuck is your opinion of anything worth? Yeah, what's it worth? What the fuck is Why it worth? should anybody listen to you about anything if you can't be consistent on any of these points? It's 
like it's making a it's, sense at the pub. I got to tell you, it is making a I fucking bet it sense is. at the pub. I am I'm really struggling because for exactly what you say, like I I, I love my mates. I, I I respect them as people. That you know, I like hanging out with them. I think they're funny. Everyone's their own different quirks. You know, like that's it's great. But I struggle when I have friends who are highly intelligent fucking people just miss these basic self-awareness moments that yeah. you're talking about. And then you see it like you say things like, oh, the media's in lockstep. Be very careful of this. The same people that sold us the last wars are the exact same people running the same scripts right now, even down to the yeah. same words, you know. And people yeah. sort of they don't like it and it's like hang on a minute guys like i'm not even saying anything crazy here i'm just yeah you know people don't seem to be very well like stephen fucking colbert right spent how long how many years of his life um taking the piss out of like republican sentiment or sensibilities that were that blind following blind faith kind of character and now yeah. the other day he was on his show doing like a it wasn't like a song, but it was like part of his monologue at the beginning where he was saying that he's happy to pay more for oil at the pump if it means have it because it's freedom oil because it's not brought from like fucking Putin. But the Saudis are fucking yeah. okay. 15 of those hijackers were on those planes yeah. were Saudi. Bin Laden himself was Saudi. What what are they? What are the Saudis <laughs> putting in their oil that makes it okay? Like cocaine, adrenochrome, yeah. fucking baby blood? Because like... Stephen Colbert's on TV saying that oil's effectively fine. Well, this is this is the thing is like because everybody's a hypocrite. You know, he basically built his career. Like I love, he's one of my personal heroes. Honestly, I I I, I greatly admire him. I think he's a fucking genius. Um, but he built his career, and then now. You've got this exact same amount of hypocrisy on the left and the right is pointing out the hypocrisy on the left. And the truth is everybody's a fucking hypocrite. Like every, all the sides are hypocritical and they will go along with anything that supports their side and they will shit on anything that's against their side. Mm. And that's the only thing that they're consistent on. Right. Yeah. So where does it, what does that leave us? If everybody's a hypocrite and everybody's a liar and facts don't matter and data doesn't matter and reality doesn't matter. The only thing that matters is your tribe. We're kind of fucked, right? Yeah. We're yeah. fucked. Like that's gotta be. It doesn't look good. That's, you know, you, you there's always the comparisons to the Nazis and stuff. You know, that's got to be the breeding ground for that kind of, that kind of thinking and that kind of like. In the way that otherwise normal intelligent people get fooled yeah. into a pattern of thinking that yeah. leads to terrible things. And they, they willingly compartmentalize like parts of this off in their mind and not face the realities of what's actually going on until it's far too late. And then yeah. you get some people that are willingly going along, you know, you get a small percentage that are willingly going along with it. They're like, yes, I like the idea of building ovens for people. Yeah. And then there's most yeah. people are just like, I don't know. I'm just the bricklayer. And they're just yeah. trying to get on with their day. But it's once again, it supports this group think 
right? Yeah. They're, they're, still, they're just a part of this group thing. They're not thinking too deeply. There's no depth to the thought, yeah. but they're just, they just support our troops. They're just uh, phrases and taglines, you know, wear yep. your mask, don't kill grandma. They're just phrases and lines and taglines. X bad, Y good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean... But then, I mean, yeah. as soon as... <laughs> Like you sound like a, as soon as you do, as soon as you draw that comparison, as soon as you use that analogy, you sound like a lunatic. But it does, it does beg the question: like, where the fuck this is headed? Where, where does this go? There's blind spots. Where, like, what's the what's the end game? If if this sort of if this thing that we've been watching happen for, I would say. I remember it as far back as like George W. Bush. Mm-hmm. I feel like the time of George W. Bush and the time, the, the like the peak of the daily show and when all that stuff was kind of blowing up and, and this divide started to happen. So we're talking what, like uh, to early two thousands. Yeah. Maybe 2003, 2004. So, so we watched this, we've watched this for, 18 to 20 years, somewhere in there. Um, as far as I can tell, it's gotten more and more and more obvious and more and more and more belligerent. Like the, the amount of listening and the amount of discussion and the amount of like tolerance for different viewpoints is like decreased steadily for that entire time. Sure. Yeah. So what's the like, where does that take us? Like, where does this end up? I really wonder that. I'm really beginning to to wonder that. Because it looks, from where I'm sitting, it just looks fucking insane. Mm. Yeah. And like, like we said at the beginning, like, I, I don't know. I don't even know where my, how well my brain is working at this point. I don't know. You know, I, I see shit. I see, I go on social media and I see videos and I see photos and I don't know what's real and what's not. Everything I see, it's like, hey, this thing happened. Here's a video of it. And it's like, but is that a video of that? Did that thing actually happen? Is this a video right. of something else? Did somebody like. Like the ghost of Kiev. It's, the ghost of Kiev, the fighter, the fighter <laughs> jet that was from the game, right? The shot They're still the- talking about it. And I saw a thing re- about it today. Remember, that was tweeted out. From the official Ukrainian Twitter government account. Yeah. And when asked about it, they were like, well, you know, as long as the propaganda sort of suits our side, then it's fine. It might raise <laughs> morale. It's good for us. It's like, yeah. wait, 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 wait. Beep, beep, beep. Back up, back up. So now we're openly allowing state-sanctioned propaganda and we're not even concerned about where that goes. Like, yeah. where does it go? These people do... These people in the... In the military industrial machine in the media whatever it is these few percentage at the top the truth is they don't have good intentions for us I mean like you said like you're scrolling through Instagram or Twitter and remember we talked last week about like the odd things of propaganda that are being in- surfaced it's all the same storylines it's all the same beats um, you know the legacy media shows us like not legacy media, but they, they definitely show you the people's footage walking around on social media of like buildings blown up and children on the dead yeah. on the streets and stuff like that. And they're like, he's a, he's a mad man. It's terrible. We need to have no fly zones. 
which is World War Three. We need to do all this. Yeah. This guy's a madman. Look, he's killing children. Except the same media that's decrying this is like, fuck you, Julian Assange. You can rot in prison because <laughs> you showed us, you know, a patch of helicopter footage of our soldiers going, shoot, hit him again, blah, 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 blast him, hit him again, light him up. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They're not, they're not turning around saying, you know, Obama or Bush is a madman. I mean, not, not really, not anymore. There's a, there's a, there's like a bit of a glossy coat being put over George Bush, you know, like, oh, remember him? That silly old guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is, you know, I sort of mentioned that a long time back, like where people make subtle comments later, years later after events in the media, and then it'll just sort of tweak public opinion and just change the his- the perceptions of history just a little bit, right? Like, oh, JFK, like, oh, he got shot by Lee Hiles. Well, of course he did. Everyone knows if you think differently, it's crazy. And then for some reason that catches on and they rewrite history. I don't think we have any sense of history anymore. Well, I think that's the, that's the shift is we've gone from that sort of being done after the fact where like the event happens and then years later, the narrative shifts and that happens to watching, watching it happen in real time where the narrative is constantly being tweaked and constantly being manipulated um, and it's happening so fast that what everyone agrees is true today, three days from now, is like we're all laughing about it. Ha ha! Remember when we thought? Remember when we thought that the the ghost? What's it called? The ghost, ghost fighter? Of Kiev. The ghost. Remember when we thought the ghost of Kiev was shooting down Russian planes? Oh, it wasn't that silly. Yeah, but it's like. But at the time, three days ago, we were all emotion, a sentiment and yeah. emotional response in people. And you only have to, you don't have to keep the actual truth of the, like the instigating piece of information doesn't have to be true. It only has to promote that feeling in people. And then yeah. it doesn't matter if you find out tomorrow that it's not true, as long as the next piece of information is still provoking the same direction, the same reaction in the same direction. And you could almost yeah. just, completely disregard anything that like has any validity right like you can doesn't matter if it was false just keep moving forward and as long as you keep pushing that emotion forward with a new piece yeah. of bullshit each day what would happen as somebody has experience with maybe more of these things than i do what would happen if we just heavily dose the water supply with dmt could you imagine that could you imagine that like what if like like putin decided to just instead of doing a pre- a peacekeeping mission uh he just decided to like have one guy with a backpack full of acid just dump it in the water supply well we've already we've already had that we've already had that right that was the 60s right where people sort of en masse started experimenting with that stuff and what was the result like a massive uh sort of grassroots uprising against the military industrial complex. So right? is this the solution? People going like, like, we shouldn't be doing this. This is fucking stupid. Right. But the this irony is horrible. Is government... I don't want them. Yeah, yeah, go on. So I was going to say the irony is that government LSD is, I mean, LSD was pr- propagated along the West coast of America, where the hippie culture started by the government, 
by the CIA through the MK Ultra and other experiments. Yeah. And it's it's sort of it sparked the the irony is that it sparked the like anti-establishment, anti-military industrial complex movement. So is that oh. it? Do we need to have some courageous fucking psychonauts just parachuting <laughs> with just <laughs> with just drums full of powdered acid and DMT and just start pouring into water supplies everywhere? I mean, a lot of people are <laughs> going to go crazy. I think you should tell people like, hey, just so you know, public you service announcement this morning. Yeah. We had LSD in there. You're about to trip balls. Don't worry. You're not losing your mind. Just go with it. This is a public service announcement. Go from... give your neighbor a hug. Yeah, give your neighbor a hug. Yeah. I wonder. Go go have a conversation with your cat. You'll be all right. Yeah, You'll exactly. be all right. Is that is that the solution? <laughs> like Scarecrow out of uh, Batman? That was his plan. Was. Although his was more... Uh, but it's about scaring people, right? That's true. It was in the name. What was it called? Yeah, Scarecrow. I keep trying to. I don't know. I the, the reason the reason the reason I value our chats is because uh, I can very easily in my conversations with 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 people I can very easily get to, and I frequently do, like get to a place where I start questioning myself, being like, well, if everybody thinks this way, Mm. is it possible that I'm just way off base here? And then I come and I do my check-ins with you, and you and I seem to be largely on the same page with this stuff. Yeah. And then I leave here, I leave here feeling like, uh, I'm not crazy. This is fucked up. Yeah. Like what, what's going on is fucked up. Yeah. And like people trying to tell me that what's going on is not fucked up. Um, they're fucked up too. Yeah. And the people at the pub that are getting mad at you for trying to get them to think about like peel a couple layers off the onion and think about what they're really raw rawing about. That that's like, uh, you know, you're you're fighting the good fight by doing that. Got to try. However annoyed, however annoyed they get at hearing it. Sure. Yeah. Right. I, you got to keep going. Like, it needs I'm not to be always, said. I'm not always right, but um, of course I'm not always right. Like, that, uh, but but I think the macro things that I've been rat- rattling against for a long time sort of seem to line up, you know, not, not, it's not a perfect picture, but these things are organic and evolving, but it certainly seems like the powers that be are pushing for war. It doesn't. Well, the, the, the reluctance seems to be to zoom out. Yeah. And look at, and look at the big picture and like, and go, okay, like this pandemic has happened. And there's a massive economic fallout of this. And now all of a sudden we're presented by a war that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Like that there might, we could visit possible that there's some kind of a connection between those two things, between the printing of trillions of dollars out of thin air Mm. and this like this 
totally self-destructive move that makes no sense on the part of a leader that's never, you know, he doesn't have a history of blunders. He's not a blunderer. No, he's not a gap. He's not a nice man. He's a bad, you know, as far as I can tell, he's a bad person. Yeah, but thinking but he's like, a, a, an imbecile is... Uh, he suddenly, like, he suddenly became a bumbling oaf overnight yeah, at yeah. the perfect time. Yeah. Well, and then right you... at the end of COVID. Yeah. That's what yeah. we're supposed to think. Yeah. Or, or is it that you poked him, <laughs> pushed him, potted him, and created a caricature of him? And then when he does snap, I'm not saying he's doing the right thing, but when he does snap, you've got a well-oiled <coughs> meaty machine and a completely subdued population ready to believe. Imagine and everything and everything already lined up so that you could launch the most, the grandest scaled economic war in the history of the world. That you could assemble all of that in what it what did it take two weeks to get every fucking country on earth to agree to this and fucking get on board and like all the levers moving and all the gears turning. Yeah. For all of this to happen? Yeah. Like, come on. Come on. Yeah, come on. There's no yeah. fucking You think way. this is an accident? Come on. It's not It's not being presented. It's like, it's It's easy if you want to believe in the narrative. It's very easy and comforting, right? It gives you that, yeah. that Marvel cinematic storyline, that extended universe. It gives you a yeah. fucking, a good thing. It feels good. We're sort of, that's what I said about, like, you can't, you can't get people that are hypnotized to do things they don't wouldn't already normally do, right? Like you can't get you can't hypnotize somebody to go against their what they think is their moral center. Can't go and say hypnotize someone, go and kill this baby. It doesn't work. People generally don't yeah. do it. Uh, and it. But what you can do is subtly lay down tracks of behavior and thought processes, and then capitalize on those later on. And I think maybe I don't know. This is a bit conspiratorial, but like you know. <laughs> the the movie machine and the Hollywood engine is a powerful tool and we know that, that CIA and the NSI have had their hands in the back of like Hollywood productions since the days of the beginning of Hollywood and in to subtly influence the the perceptions of people in ways they might not necessarily that are not necessarily yeah. evident but certainly people now want to believe in uh a story arc on a Netflix series or a Marvel series more than they want to understand what's actually yeah. going on in the world at the moment. You know, they want to believe the Putin arc. They, it's just. Yeah. Yeah. I lost my train of thought the one... a bit, but it seemed, you know, <laughs> I was if just, you, if I, as you were a population talking to believe in fantasy for a long time. Yeah. I, I was, the reason I, I went blank for a second there is I was looking up when did 300 come out? Do you remember that movie 300? <laughs> yes. So the, the ja, States is Jared sort of Butler like classic. Em, embroiled, in, embroiled in this sort of uh, public sentiment sort of at that time starting to shift against the war in Iraq. Um, Michael Moore's movie came out. Um, all of that stuff was kind of going on. And then you get this movie about these like Middle Eastern hordes marching on the peaceful Greeks. I mean, like 
Let's be honest. We Maybe remember that's... the evil hordes marching on the hot bitches of Sparta. That's we <laughs> they were hot bitches. <laughs> good lord, that was a that was a good looking army, hey? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll overcome them with boners. It's. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, you're right. Sorry, yeah, but the, we're talking about the idea of like like programmed belief in fantasy story arcs. Well, you were you were mentioning about the, you, were, you were mentioning about sort of the uh, the sort of power brokers in the states having a hand in Hollywood, and I was remembering that at the time that movie came out, a lot of people were saying this is you know this is quite odd and maybe a bit racist to sort of to present Middle Eastern people in this way. Um, and I wonder, I wonder, you know, I don't know. It might, <laughs> Gerard Butler's secretly, secretly like, uh, uh, reading script lines for the CIA. He's a, he's actually a long-term plant. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's Scottish too, which is, makes it even crazier, but, uh, maybe yeah. that's why he was in that, uh, what was that movie that came out? Greenland? Where everyone goes into a bunker as asteroids hit the world. Yeah. Yeah, maybe it's like that. Maybe that's what they're really preparing us for. Oh, I mean, uh, that feels like if if we continue on this trajectory, going from a period of relative relative peace, historically speaking, into nine eleven, followed by a bunch of wars in the Middle East. Uh, followed by a global pandemic, followed by a war in Europe. Maybe uh, maybe the next thing we'll hear about is a, a, a threat from outer space. I so stay that, tuned for that. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I mean, that would <laughs> certainly solve a lot of problems. Yeah. Actually, do you think it would? I mean, I think some of the... UFO conversation is really maybe like cover for drones in the same way that UFOs were cover for, you know, for spy planes and things like that. I think some of that might be that for sure. Because I, I don't know, I don't believe that like aliens noticed that we set off an atomic bomb and then came down and check us out. It doesn't seem plausible. I mean, you think about it, the bomb went off for what? I don't know, 15 <laughs> seconds. Like, I mean the actual. I mean the actual reaction is a, a split second. It goes off and it makes a little bomb and it wipes out Hiroshima. And then a couple of days later, it happens in Nagasaki. So in the entire timeline of the known universe and the observable universe, you think that aliens are going to spot two nanosecond blips <laughs> on a small planet orbiting a sun that, by the way, makes exactly the same blips constantly to be a star. So how would it stand out? Like, it's like, no, it's not going to happen. I'm going to take us off in a completely different direction right now. You should. Okay. I have a must watch. Oh, please. Okay. It's time once again for our famous segment, must watch. A wrap up segment now, called must watch. Now I saw a headline relating to our good friend, Elon Musk. Um, that was enough to get me to open the article. And then I read the article and while I was reading the article, I noticed every almost everything in this article would have made no sense 10 years ago. 
Okay, go for it. You ready? Yeah. Okay, the headline is Grimes is dating leaker Chelsea Manning after Elon Musk breakup. Okay, do you know who Chelsea Manning is? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to read it to you now. Please. Grimes is dating infamous leaker Chelsea Manning after her relationship with Elon Musk ended for the second time. Page six can exclusively reveal. They're getting serious. They U-hauled it, a source tells us, of the fast-paced nature of their relationship. They've been living together in Austin. Our source also says Manning still has her apartment in Brooklyn. Neither Manning nor reps for Grimes immediately turned page six's request for comment. The pair have been interacting on Twitter in recent months with certain messages hinting at their relationship. In one exchange, <laughs> this goes on for a while, but I'm going to read it all. In one exchange, Grimes, 33, explained why she has not yet appeared on a user's Twitch stream, tweeting that she had not been in L.A. but felt bad for postponing like 10 times. In response, Manning tweeted, Vouch. And in December, Grimes tweeted, Celebrity, celebrity culture is suffocating AF. I'm not quitting music, but def changing my main day job after book one. Music industry feels old and tired, reliant on archaic systems. When Manning once again replied, vouch, <laughs> Grimes responded to her, since I seem to be taking your word as final these days. Manning 34 has also liked multiple tweets having to do with Grimes, including the announcement of the sing singer's Vanity Fair cover story, in which she revealed she secretly welcomed a second child via surrogate, a girl named Exa Dark Sidrail, with the Tesla founder in December. Oh my God. Although the story said she and Musk were in a fluid relationship, she clarified Thursday that they had since broken up again. <clears throat> the former U.S. soldier, for her part, made headlines in the early 2010s for, for leaking hundreds of thousands of documents to WikiLeaks. She was sentenced to 35 years in prison after being found guilty of 20 crimes, including six violations of the Espionage Act. In January 2017, President Barack Obama commuted Manning's remaining sentence after she had served seven years and attempted suicide multiple times. Is that not just like the weirdest fucking series of words you've ever heard assembled in your life? Yes. Yes, it's completely bonkers. Uh, a couple of things the article misses. <laughs> One, I don't care if Chelsea still has an apartment in New York. I'm not sure. Does this mean Grimes... Anyway... This, fuck me, my brain is exploding from this, this, this. It's just, there's a few times during that I was just like, this isn't re real. This isn't reality. That's bonkers. But it is reality, Brett. The this only is true thing, thing that in that statement is, is that one person thinks they're in a fluid relationship and the other person is Elon Musk. <laughs> the other person is a billionaire. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyway, man, it's 12.30 at night. I got to go to bed. No worries, mate. It's been good chatting to you. Sorry. It's a bit uh, 
bit uh bit fucking bit fucking crazy this one but yeah um it's been good chatting and don't worry you're not uh, you're not alone and you're not crazy and you take your mask off and you take selfies everywhere and send them to me <laughs> all right all right cheers mate on that note <laughs>